Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For life. Right out of Reservoir Dogs, you. What? What? Oh, the suit? Yeah. Do some WWE work today. Some up here in uh, in Stamford, Connecticut. As we rapidly approach the holidays, and uh, I am leaving for my honeymoon tomorrow night. How about that? Mm. To did I ever Rio- tell you I've seen the WWE plane? Oh, you did? Well, because they keep it at uh, the Westchester Airport where the Rangers fly out of and the Knicks. So there have been times I've flown out with the Rangers and I've seen the plane. Big black plane, WWE on the wing. Can't miss it, Peter. No, you can't. And it's my goal. I want to see you on that plane one day. It's it's um, it's a goal. It's a goal of mine <laughs> to catch a ride. I, I I'd love to catch a ride on the plane one day. Many many broadcasters have. It's not a thing that never happens. I've just never uh, just not never you. had the opportunity. Well, I want to uh, see that for you. Yeah, I'd like to see that in my life as well, guys. Welcome to the show. A lot to get to on this big Wednesday, including some woodges, uh, which we're gonna dig into the email a little bit. Um, a, a lot of random things to get to though don including the the latest antics from draymond green Mm. we have to break down a little bit more from juan soto yesterday which we didn't get a ton of time to do i i just the the reason i wanted to bring it up because we did play the sound yesterday but we didn't get a reaction from said sound but listening earlier and just talking to some people that i know that are yankee fans on how they read the press conference as opposed to how i read the press conference I think there's a lot of bias in how you heard what Soto said yesterday. Yeah, you know what I mean? Very much, uh, especially with regard to what his future looks like. Um, But, Don, how do we not have a little bit of fun, considering we didn't even think about the possibility a few weeks ago that in mid-December we'd have a reason to watch these two football teams play. And now... Your AFC and NFC Players of the Week are Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito, respectively. As we get into game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. What are your thoughts, Don? Well, I I heard them talking about this this morning. Like, if you were to go, because I don't think there'd be anything on the app, but let's just say you went to Vegas, Peter. You said, I'd like to create a parlay for the upcoming weekend in which Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito would be the offensive players of the week in their respective conferences. What were the what would, what would the odds be? Plus what? Thirty thousand? Low. Hundred thousand? Like like you would have made a mint. I mean, who had that on their bingo card? That both of them would ball out and win offensive player of the week it's incredible how did that happen in this year how did it happen how did this awful season turn into let's be honest the next two weeks the next for both of these teams almost must watch television what's tommy going to do in new orleans against the saints with the giants still mathematically alive and can wilson go to miami after the dolphins are reeling after an awful loss to the titans and see if he can't put together back-to-back great games. We went from, why am I watching this? I'm actually literally being paid to watch the Jets and Giants 
to now I want to see them. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what these quarterbacks are going to do this weekend. Is that crazy? I, I think it's nuts. I, I think it's nuts. The reason I think it's nuts is for what you just said. Who, who would have possibly guessed that? And, and now, Don, I'm going to be in Brazil this weekend, and I'm going to be finding ways to watch TV. Frankly, to watch my commies kind of secondary to seeing what, what Tommy DeVito does. Is this going to keep going? Now, let me ask you this. I just thought of this, but I think we can open it up to the phones on this. Who they're playing, where they're playing, all factors in to how you may go with this. Or maybe just because you're a fan of either team. What quarterback in your mind, Peter, has the best chance to do well on Sunday? Not say win the game because there's other factors. It's going to be difficult to be the Dolphins even if Zach Ball's out. And the Saints, you know, it's a good defense. It's on the road. Saints still mathematically alive. I mean, so which which quarterback has a chance well, to be the best quarterback on Sunday? Well, I mean, I, the only reason you wouldn't immediately say DeVito, who has the better matchup, is because Zach Wilson is the more talented quarterback. Right. And, and more experienced, for whatever sure. that's worth. Although, okay. it seems that in some ways, DeVito's game has been maturing at a much faster rate than Zach Wilson's ever did. Um, but I would still say to me that the, the better odds of success, based on what I've seen and what I know about these guys and situation, I would still say DeVito. Yeah, the thing about Zach is that we know it's in his head. Like, we know that Zach is the more talented quarterback. But hearing from Sala, there's a confidence issue. He has confidence, but at times it plays against him. At times it does disappear. I've outlined many times on this show where I feel like when things are now expected of him is when he gives you the worst. Like, this could, this would set up to be like, oh, I want to see Zach Wilson play. I want to see if he can put back-to-back together uh, great performances. And then he goes out there and he lays an egg in Miami. Like, that to me seems more likely because of just looking at his track record. So you're right. Zach is the better quarterback, the more experienced quarterback. But Tommy seems to be playing with a confidence and a flair where nothing seems to bother him. And there's still, I don't think, a tremendous amount of expectations around him kind of just riding a wave where, okay, Zach, prove it to us again. I feel good about it. And the second I feel good about the kid, that's when he comes up with a stinker. Exactly. So I I agree with you. It's more more likely Tommy than it would be Zach. But I'd be interested to hear what the callers think because, you know, Jet fans now believe. Uh, And I'm also curious about just level of general excitement here. Like, are you so checked out if you're a Jets fan are you so frustrated with this ridiculous, you know, Zach Wilson merry-go-round that you're just off the ride? Or are you actually now sucked back in and legitimately curious to see what Zach Wilson can do? Like, because maybe if I was a fan of the Jets and not just an observer, I'd be like so angry that I just wouldn't be interested. Right. So may- maybe I'm sort of, maybe my lack of bias doesn't really give an insight into how fans feel. Because I personally, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I want to see what these guys could Because Zach putting together two in a row, somehow, from the depths of hell, 
would make this thing interesting again. Now, Zach has played in Miami before. Last year, the 31-24 loss, he was 13-23 for 170 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. So a kind of a pedestrian day for him. He did not play in the game the year before in Miami um, or the year before that. So I believe he's only had the one game in Miami that I can look up and see that I can remember. So I don't know if that factors into it. But if he does play well, I, it, I, now, now the other question is, if these TMZ reports are true and reports from other places that that Christmas Eve game against the Commanders, that you could see Aaron Rodgers come back, well, if Zach plays well in Miami, I mean, do you want to see Rodgers? Or do you want to see more of Wilson? Now, to talk about tables turning, I don't think anybody had that either, that you'd be longing to have Wilson start over Rodgers. Now, mathematically alive, because if they obviously win against Miami, they'd still be alive. Again, I don't see them beating the Dolphins, but I didn't see Tennessee beating the Dolphins, so who the heck knows? But we've got a fun weekend of football. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum was asked, how will other GMs, uh, this was on Barton Hahn, how will other GMs value a Zach Wilson trade package? The best thing I'm going to do if I'm the Jets is I want a 2025 conditional pick based on how well he plays in 24. So, you know, there'll be a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks from Atlanta, you know, even possibly Tampa again. I'm sure Denver's going to want to bring in competition for Russell Wilson. We'll see where Arizona is with Kyle Murray, Kirk Cousins, a free agent in Minnesota. There's a number of teams that'll need a quarterback. And I think anyone's going to say, here's the job, Zach Wilson. So mm-hmm. if I'm the Jets, I want to take the long-term view. And I think the best value I could get is to say, well, let's see how he plays in 24, and we'll take our pick in 25. No, that's the boy to play it, because you, you. how could you know? But I keep thinking back to Orlovsky, who's going to join us later on today in the show with his weekly spot at 515 here on the K-Show, that believed that it was a lack of coaching for Wilson. That's pretty much what he's been saying the last couple of weeks. So is there an organization out there that sees this kid's arm, sees this kid's athleticism and say, you know what, I could fix him. He will have that confidence under me. I will put a game plan together, a system together that will accentuate his talents. It's easy to say the Jets screwed a quarterback up because that's what they do. Now, it could backfire because that's what Carolina thought with Sam Darnold and gave him the fifth-year option, and now he's in San Francisco and he's not even playing in Carolina. Never really given an opportunity there at all. So it can blow up in your face, but don't you think there's a general, general manager out there, especially if Zach plays well the rest of the year? that'll say, I will be able to tap into that talent. It was the Jets that screwed him up. I won't. It's a good thought. You know what? Let's wrap up game time, because we're gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, is brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During the big games this season, enjoy Tullamore Dew, the original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cast matured Irish Whiskey. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. And with that, let's do the right thing and, and go to Griffin from Connecticut. Hey, Griff. Hey, how are you? Hey there. Um, I want to get to the, the football thing that you guys are talking about. Um, Don, you are 100% right when you talk about Zach. I, I've said this to my friend who's a, who's a Jet fan. I've said this all the time. It seems like it's in his head sometimes. It, it's, it's like for tennis, when they struggle serving, it's because they get in their head. Zach, to me, has the confidence. 
and can do it. We know because we have seen it sometimes. But when he overthinks and he thinks, okay, let me do this, let me do that. Or when he moves back, he overthinks it. He thinks too much. And that's what happens. And Zach just settles down a little bit. We see good things out of Zach. I'm, uh, Zach being a number two overall pick, that ship has sailed. But Zach being a competent and settable quarterback in the NFL, that is still a possibility. That's what you have to hope a general manager out there thinks. That there's talent there and I can fix it. But the other thing, guys, that we don't consider enough is how much of this isn't coaching. It's just on, you know, can Zach, is Zach a front runner? Like, is Zach somebody that, but it's actually the reverse of a front runner, right? It's when things are expected of him, that's when he falls on his face. When nobody thinks he can do anything and the pressure's off, he goes out there and he balls out. So that's why I'm interested to see what he does against Miami is that now fans are kind of excited. You hear people say, oh, maybe Zach's figured it out. They, they loosen the reins, go out there and play. You go, Zach. And then he throws you know, two pick sixes and looks awful. So that's why I'm really curious to see. But Griffin's right. You need to find a general manager that believes just what Griff believes, that it's in his head and I can fix him. Let's go to uh, Dan in Jersey. What's up, Dan? What's up? Hey, Peter and Don, how are you guys? Good. Go it was great seeing you guys Friday and really enjoyed spending time with you guys a little bit. Well, then you came all the way out from Jersey. And thank you. Oh, of course. I don't know if you guys heard about what uh, Chris Mara said today in an interview, but it's a little buffoonish in my opinion. No, give me, what, what is this? So he's talking about Daniel Jones. I'm going to go on speaker for a second so I can read the quote. No, no, who, who is this that said this? Chris Mara. Not John. No, John didn't say it, but Chris, the co-owner, he goes on ESPN Radio, can you imagine the stats Daniel Jones would be putting up in these games? Added, if we can invest in an O-line during the draft, I have no doubt he can be a pro bowler next year. Now, I don't know if this is just owner speak, but to me, this sounds very buffoonish to say. One, and I think the Mars are among the worst owners in the NFL. But why, why is it buffoonish to say he's supporting a quarterback that technically has three more years left on his contract? And clearly the offensive line is playing a lot better than they were when Daniel Jones was healthy. Why is it a buffoonish comment? That We've seen Daniel Jones for five years now. He's never put up anything close to being a Pro Bowl quarterback. And now just because he gets a couple of extra old linemen that that's just going to magically change, the biggest problem with him is that he can't read NFL defenses. It's been proven time and time again. If he but, can't but, find but, his first read, he's useless. But, but, but you're, back, and you're, not, you're not wrong necessarily, but obviously they gave him, now there's an out after two years, $40 million a year. So they obviously believed in something. And he did Is go to the playoffs and he did win him? a playoff game. And they didn't have a ton of weapons. So I'm not going to kill Chris Mara or anybody with the Giants who thinks that the quarterback that they're paying $40 million a year to with a better offensive line and some weapons can be a pro bowler. I mean, I, I'm now, not. You know, he could be wrong, but I don't think that makes him a buffoon to try to support the guy that they just gave a big time contract to. I don't disagree with you, but do you think they gave him the money because that was the going rate and they had no other options? Well, it's probably they didn't have any other options. But he was also coming off a year. Yes, he only threw 15 touchdown passes or whatever it was, but he also ran for seven, and he was able to navigate through not having a ton of weapons and and go to the playoffs and win a playoff game. 
And, it, and you look at the forty million guys; is it, it was kind of it wasn't that much money considering what big time quarterbacks make. They weren't paying him franchise money, and yet part of it was the only option. But let's not make him out to be worthless. I mean, there's obviously talent there as well. I'm not going to judge him on what happened this year because the offensive line was completely putrid. They were an embarrassment. You don't think that Daniel Jones would be performing over the last three weeks? at least similar, if not better, than, than Tommy DeVito's played? Are you suggesting that Tommy DeVito right now is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones? Is that what he's suggesting, Peter? I don't know. But I, I will say, it, it wouldn't shock me, only because what people got from Jones this year felt so unsatisfactory. And, and, and agreed. But now, would you at least admit that this O-line has gotten healthier and is much better than when it was under Daniel Jones, they didn't allow a sack last week. Yeah, it, it's 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 such a it's such a good point. You don't even quite understand how it's possible, by the way. But that is what happened. Well, you got your center back, and they're healthier. You get Evan Neal out of there, who was a disaster. I, I thought you were a big fan. And and now there's the, you're building continuity because it seems to be the same five now playing, and they just seem to be, you have a healthy Barkley, which was something that Daniel Jones didn't have consistently. Again, I'm not going to sit here and apologize for Daniel Jones, but guys. As I love the Tommy DeVito story. We had a complete love fest during the show yesterday. You don't think Daniel Jones could have done that the last three weeks? Are we, are we that in full bloom, Peter, that yeah. we're going to suggest that Tommy DeVito right now is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones? And, and was doing things the last few weeks that Jones isn't capable of? He hasn't made any mistakes. All right, if you want to say Daniel Jones would have thrown a pick six or Daniel Jones would have vegged out, all right, that's that's an argument. I'm willing to have that argument with you. But we got we, somebody tweeted me before, and it's actually a pretty decent point. I was going to bring it up, but I didn't want to kind of ruin the vibe of the whole thing, is that you know Peter Burke says maybe Zach Wilson, AFC Offensive Player of the Week, but Tommy DeVito as NFC Offensive Player of the Week is ridiculous. 158 yards passing, 71 rushing. Both Dak and Purdy had better games against better teams, to name just two. Oh, I think they were mind. just getting caught up in the moment. But what you're looking at is game manager. Not to sound like Cam Newton, but you know he's, he's managed the game well. and He's done some good things. To think Daniel Jones couldn't do that, I think that's somebody who just is done with Daniel Jones. Now, Daniel Jones has his flaws, Peter. There's no question. But this year, you're telling me that this isn't a different team over the last month than they were earlier in the season? They couldn't block. They couldn't defend. Barkley was hurt. They're dropping passes. He's running for his life. Has Tommy DeVito had to run for his life the way Daniel Jones did in that Dallas Cowboy game on opening day? Where we thought he was going to get killed? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a really good point. And you know, it's crazy. Tommy DeVito, the story's amazing. And the fact that he's finding a way it has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Guys, he still hasn't had a great game. I mean, this, I, I, and now, now, you make me, now it makes me feel like we're, we're raining on the parade. I don't want to rain on the parade. No. It's awesome. But, like, he hasn't had a great game. But don't make it something that it's not. The reason it's a great story is five minutes ago he was a practice squad player that wasn't allowed to throw the ball in the second half of the game against the Jets. And now he's 3-1 as as a starter, three straight wins, just beat the Green Bay Packers on a last-second drive on Monday Night Football. It's a tremendous story. 
but it's all it's all relative, right? It's it, it's his story that he's living at home, he's undrafted, he was a practice squad player, and now he's winning games in the NFL. But if you are a true NFL quarterback moving forward, these are things that you should be able to do in your sleep. So let's not make it out to be different than it actually is. Tommy DeVito is a tremendous story. And Tommy DeVito, to me, has proven that he can be a backup in this league. Now, if the next four weeks he continues to improve and wins those games, then obviously the story can change. But as of right now, he has proven to me that he's an NFL caliber quarterback that would make an excellent backup for somebody next year. Are you willing to give him the starting reins next year, Peter? No. I'd have confidence to start him in a game. In a pinch. If you have but to start over the these, with him, what I've seen so far, I, I I like what I see. But I'm not, you know, I I wouldn't draft them in the first round off of these numbers. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Casey in North Carolina. Hey, Casey. Hey guys, how you guys doing? What's Good. up? How you doing? Doing well. Um, I want to just not saying that he's better than him, but the story wise, is it getting close to Lynn Sandy up there? Like, the story of Tommy DeVito, like, it's captivated the nation. And like Lynn Sandy did for that month, month and a half, it's getting close to it, in my opinion. What do you all think? Well, having lived through it here at this radio station, it's in the neighborhood. But I think you said it. I think he played better than DeVito's played. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's still the kind of similar story, how he was, you know, sleeping on his friend's couch. Like, there was a lot of great storylines. I'll, there's so many similarities. You know, one one particularly fired up ethnic yeah. group that has everybody else fired up. A guy who you have zero expectations for, who's living on someone's couch, essentially, who no one believes is going to become the best in the league, but at this moment is making you believe, what if? I mean, it's striking. The thing is, though, what he doesn't have under his belt yet, guys, is anything that resembles... The Linsanity game against Kobe. That has not happened. He has not he has not played against uh Patrick Mahomes and just shown out. That hasn't happened yet. Now, could it could it happen? If he beats the Saints and throws for three hundred yards, beats the Eagles, I mean it, there, there's the potential there. So it's in the neighborhood, but I'm not under any stretch of the imagination ready to say that that he's as good as Linsanity, but I'm getting the same vibe, Peter, for all the reasons that you said. It's it's feeling it it's it smells like it. I mean, it's it, there is a give me one monster game, Don. That nobody. What if he beats Philly in a game that Philly's trying to win? Then can we have a conversation? Yes. All right, and, and, and who knows? It's who thought he would have done what he did on Monday, right? Exactly. Who so. Knows? I, that, that, that's what makes it fun. But the Linsanity, I mean, that was that was over a decade ago. Actually, it was, yeah, 11 years ago, believe it or not. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated back-to-back weeks. So what's the equivalent now, Peter? Because Sports Illustrated is kind of digital. Nobody looks at what's, who's on the cover anymore. What would be the 2023 equivalent of back-to-back weeks on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Wow, that's a really good question. I, I don't even. I don't even. There's not really. Someone tell me out there if there's a comp at Rosenberg Radio at Don Lagreca. Uh, 
Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. You let us know. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next. A lot to do today. We'll also have uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. What? Yeah. And Jeremy Allen White, the stars of Iron Claw. Jeremy hey. Allen White, you, of course, know him from The Bear, Shameless. And Zach Efron, well, he's, he's Zach Efron. They're coming up later in the show. Peter and Don, The Case Show on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. You know, the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code K at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer will not last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code K, K-A-Y, at checkout. I really enjoy an Omaha Steak at my house, me and my son, my wife. They love it. All the sides are great. Even the burgers are absolutely phenomenal. Visit omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use promo code K, K-A-Y, at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We have a lot going on. We got we got WWE tickets to give away. Did you hear the news, Don? Did you hear the news? Oh, yeah. WWE has added CM Punk. There you go. To Madison Square Garden. Mm. The day after Christmas. so I, I had inside dope on that. I didn't want to say anything. Well, I appreciate you keeping on the low low. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, Dominic Mysterio versus CM Punk, in addition to everything else. Also, I spoke to Cody Rhodes earlier today. Mm-hmm. We're having him on the show tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Okay. And Cody told me that he has something he wants to reveal about his match at the Garden that he's going to drop tomorrow at 4 o'clock on the what? show. Yeah. Like something he's going to do, or the I, I, type of match. He wasn't specific. He just so said he's, a, he had a little bit of info. He was saving it for the drop on the K show. Now, do you know this? And you're not, and you're not revealing. Do I know what the drop is? Yes. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable revealing. You know what I mean? But here's what I want to do now. Go back to the busy phones. Should we do it? I mean, it's been a big Jets week. How about Ira in Staten Island? Hey, Ira. Hey, Peter, how are you? I hope you're having a good Hanukkah and hey, Don, and uh, hopefully have a good Christmas coming up. You so, too, uh, you, know, you know, the DeVito thing is so interesting because if you would swip, if you would flip-flop coaching staff at the start of Zach Wilson's career with the way Dable develops quarterbacks and you still have Martindale as a defensive coach, your defense is probably going to be about the same the offense and Zach Wilson's career might have been completely different because he was never handled right from the beginning. And I'm really curious to see how it plays out in Miami this weekend. And you know what? As as much as I look at it, I think DeVito has more to gain. But for Wilson, I, I think the Jets have to be smart. If by some chance they absolutely uh, win this game and upset the Dolphins and Wilson plays well, I actually think, at least in my opinion, it's beneficial that they stick with him for the rest of the year, even if Rodgers is ready for the Washington game, because at least I think you could get more value when you trade him at the end of the year than just getting to see Rodgers play one or two games. We watch him for close to 20 years. You know how good he could be. So I, I don't really – and they're not making a playoff. They're not going to get in the playoffs and lose every tiebreaker. So I think it's more value to to see if you can get Wilson's price up for whatever type of draft pick you can get to trade him. That, well, that's clearly what they're going to have to do. And it's going to go the way that it did with Sam, right? Is that they're going to end up probably trading him. And then, we'll, and then we'll see. We thought Sam got traded to the right place, if you remember, and it ended up being the wrong place. And, I, and now I just think he's done. But coaching is a huge part of it, Ira. These, these kids all get drafted. They all have talent. They all have big arms. They've all played in big games in college. Now the more uh, recent quarterbacks all have athleticism. They can dodge the uh, tacklers. They can evade the rush. But do they have the right coach or the wrong coach to be able to build all the things necessary? They don't have the tools, Peter, when they come into the league from a mental standpoint, from a play-calling standpoint, from looking at and reading defenses. That all comes from coaching. And you're telling me that the Jets just picked the wrong guy twice? Or yeah. did they pick the right guy? They just screwed him up. Sam with all the different coordinators and head coaches and, and then when he got mono and he was out of the you know, out of the, the, the season for a while, and then Zach going through what he's going through, another co another offensive coordinator, a system that he's not used to. 
and all and all the crap that he's re- had to deal with. And you got to remember his rookie year. What, what happened? I mean, it's a tragedy what happened to Greg Knapp. But after that, you know, you know that happened. So they bring in Matt Cavanaugh. People forget to be like, the, 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 you know, to do what Knapp was supposed to do. Then that didn't work. They still had the quarterbacks coach. They had Lafleur who was in over his head. Then at some point in the middle of the year, they bring on their staff, um, Zach's personal quarterback coach from uh, out out west. So now he's got four guys in his ear, and this he's a rookie, and his head is spinning. And I, I think they ruined him. I really do. And I'd be curious to see uh, how he uh, yeah. plays out the and, next couple of years. And kind of and quietly, Ira, you you got to hope that that's what happened because then that means there'll be a general manager or a coach out there that'll say, you know what, I'll take a chance on him. I'll give you something for him. Now it probably won't and be maybe all- what he's worth because of how the, the the damage that has already been done. But maybe there's somebody out there that sees all the skills that you're talking about and figures I'm, I'm going to be the guy to make it work. There, there always is Don Peter. You know that there's always somebody out there that said, you know what, I can make this work. Yep. And and somebody will, somebody will. And if I had to take a guess, if he plays well down the stretch, maybe they could get a fourth to fifth round pick for him. Which is, which is an insane thing to think about. Thank you, Ira. Have a good holiday, bud. We appreciate it. Yeah, you too, man. Stay in touch. I love the fact that we've mended fences with him. It's the right thing to do. I mean, listen, Ira, you know, Ira's a bit of a lightning rod figure. You'd be surprised. Like, when I, when I go on social media, there are people who love Ira, people who hate Ira. You'd think he'd be very, everyone likes Ira. He's a nice guy. He's so, for some reason, he's a lightning rod with the listeners. Controversial, if you will. But I, lo- I love that he's back and that we've mended things. Um, all right, let's keep it going. Let's go to um, Joe in Staten Island. Hey, Joe. Hey, Donna Peter. How you doing today, guys? What's up? Um, well, I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm also a big fan of the Jets. But just real quick, just hear me out about the Giants. Uh, he does something that Eli and, Dan- and Daniel Jones never did. He's getting the crowd involved. He may not be better physically talented than Daniel Jones, but when you get the crowd like that going, especially in New York, that means something. You know how the garden is when they're going crazy in there. Oh, yeah. Different. You know what? So, you That's know a what great I'm, point. I'm going to let you finish. It's a really good point, because someone mentioned it yesterday in passing, and like, oh, the crowd. And I was like, who cares about the crowd? That doesn't matter. It's performance. But the way you said it, Joe, is a great point. There, there like have Eli. not been... Eli people have not been excited about a giant quarterback practically ever. ever. So ever. That, that is fascinating. So, uh, keep going, Joe. So, uh, yeah, so when he goes out there and he has that hand gesture and they have the tailgating, we never had a quarterback like that, ever. I don't yeah. even, and I'm 29 years old, and, and, and I've been a New York football fan forever, and, and never. So well, like, to have the, that the, now, Not, see, not to like this extent. Huge. Probably the last time in, in my you know name is. <laughs> Yeah, but but it not quite the same. But Phil Sims would pump the crowd up. If you remember, Phil Sims got into a Ronnie lot. You you might have been. This is the nineteen ninety season. Giants lost that regular season game seven three at the end of the game. He's getting in the face of Ronnie lot. Like it wasn't the whole personality, but there was a toughness to Phil that when he started to win, he would win over the crowd and kind of get things going. But you're right, Eli was quiet. They basically drafted Daniel Jones because he was like Eli. You go back to Kerry Collins. He was kind of quiet. It, yeah, so um, it's a great point. And, and there is something to, you know, because I, I called that Nick game the other night. Julius Randle got called for that tee. But he, he pumps the crowd up. Everybody st- Fans want that from their players. They want to yeah, get it into it, and he, and he does print. that. It gives people something to talk about. It's very important to New York, I think. And that's enough. Thank you, guys. 
All right, that's a, that's a really good point. Now, I don't you know, know if that's enough to, to keep a job or be elevated at the position, but I never really thought about it until he brought it up, Peter, and I'm like, yeah. When was the last time they had a quarterback that was that fiery and get things going? And you probably have to go back to Phil. That's a long time ago. And and you know what? It might not be enough to give someone a starting job, but it, it, it could be enough to win point God. I said it. I said it. Wow. I meant it. Let's keep it with Tommy Cutlets. Go to Keith in Jersey. What's up, Keith? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Up, man? Tommy Cutlets grows. Uh, listen, I'd say let them fight. Let them fight for the for the position. Uh, he deserves. He's been given the right to make things happen. Uh, let Daniel Jones fight for his job. I mean, because me, I wanted Josh at trade Daniel Jones for Josh Allen. We're still in the real rebuilding mode. So I, I could be wrong, uh, Don, correct me, but we, we need somebody that's going to be a spark plug going into the next season. And Bo Nix, in my opinion, wasn't the, the quarterback I wanted coming into MetLife being the next Giants quarterback. I mean, you make a good point that he definitely deserves a shot, uh, at least to challenge Daniel Jones. But here's the rub, Keith, and it doesn't get talked about enough. Joe Shane talked about sometimes these injuries take a calendar year to come back from. That that's the case, and he's not ready at training camp. What are you going to do, guys? You're going to have to go out and get another quarterback, right? So if Daniel Jones Absolutely. is ready, let him battle it out mano a mano. But I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to be ready. And then guess what? I mean, it's, it's Tommy's job to lose and, and let uh oh my god. Tyler, well, Tyrod Taylor's a free agent, so I don't know if they're going to resign him. Yeah, that's going to be him. that's going to be a wrap, Keith. Thank you for the call, man. No, they're going to have to either draft a quarterback or go out and get a free agent quarterback. I, I wouldn't resign Tyrod Taylor. Right, he's going to be thirty-five years old, um, and he's a backup. If you want to go out sign somebody that can challenge Tommy, go out and do it. If, if Daniel's not ready. If Daniel's ready, let him battle it out. If nothing else, Peter, he has deserved, at least right now, we'll see what happens over the next four weeks, a chance at this job during the offseason and in training camp. Well, let me tell you something. I, I'm literally tickled here, okay? I just finished. I've been up since 6 a.m. The, oh. dogs, the dogs were brutal last night. I don't. Uh, Rocky has, like, he's fine. We took him to the vet, spent a fortune, and found out he was fine. But he's just been annoying and crazy the last couple of nights uh they both were driving me nuts i got bear wearing a cone i got no sleep and then i've been doing wwe stuff all day and we start the show at three o'clock and rather than be about to peel over i'm energized because we we have things to talk about in football don like so i'm I'm just so grateful that zach managed to pull a rabbit out of his you know what and tommy devito is a thing like, we, we are just so lucky at this point in the year to have something to look forward to. And uh, Alan in Phillipsburg, it, it may be making you say things that you'll uh, come to regret. Go ahead, Alan. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are, how are you? you? Good. How are you? Uh, it, my brother and I are sitting here watching uh, the uh, your show. Again, Greg, uh, he's handicapped, so he, he really doesn't want to get on the phone. But anyway. Well, Tom, we said hello. Scenario? What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? Yeah, he's watching, so he'll hear you. Um, how about this scenario now? You keep uh, Zach Wilson in for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Hold on to Aaron Rodgers, so we you know make sure that he starts the following year, and then keep keep Zach Wilson as the backup since you don't have to teach someone 
the whole playbook again. He doesn't have to learn the systems and all that baloney. And then keep him as the backup so that if Rodgers happens to go down, God forbid, uh, the following season, that you can just put him in right away and be done. Well, what do you give him? Because you got to decide whether you're going to give him his fifth-year option. So it, what do you give him? at the end of the year. Yeah. All right? Then I, you decide, that, you I'm know, not going to give him, but, but you can do wise. this. Don't give him the fifth-year option. Let him play out the final year next year, and then you then you run the risk of losing him in free agency. I don't know, guys, what Zach would do. Like, what would you offer Zach if you decided to pick up his fifth-year? What, 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 what would you do? You can't pay him yeah. as a starting um, quarterback. He'd be a backup. Would he... Want to go someplace else? I don't, I don't know how they're going to handle that. That that's the rub with the contract. Yeah, and and again, you know, keeping Rodgers in, in mind for next year, you know, because you you're paying him a lot of money. Why why jeopardize sticking him in uh, at the end of this season for only a couple of games? And you know, God forbid he gets hurt again. Well, you know, all I know is I don't, out there beating. No matter him, how you know? Zach plays the rest of the way, Allen, and thank you for the phone call. No matter how he plays the rest of the way, Peter, can they in good conscience have the same setup as they did this year where Zach Wilson is the backup to Aaron Rodgers? Can they do it? How well does he have to play in these last four games where you would feel comfortable doing it again? I was about to say, how well to do it? Probably not well at all because they're probably committed to it. But as far as fans, oh, yeah, I would think that would take some, some work. I mean, to be comfortable with that. The phone line's completely jammed on these two quarterbacks. Um, Plus, Don, I want to ask you about uh, the Rangers game last night at some point. We have WWE tickets to give away. Uh, A lot to do on the program. And, guys, come get some from Security Mm -hmm. Dodge, Suffolk County's number one volume Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer. And check out these zero-down leases. $289 a month. That's right. Lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT Plus for just $289 a month. Or... The 23 Compass Limited for just 369 a month. These are the best no-money-down deals out there. Come get some. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com during the wrap-up-the-year sales event. Hey, guys, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Pajamagram's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curve-caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order Naturally Nude Pajamas today, you'll get a free Naturally Nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that is sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. And please tell them ESPN New York sent you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. A lot, guys. Because coming up later in the show... Your chance to score tickets to WWE Live at Madison Square Garden Tuesday, December 26th. Triple threat, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Shinsuke for the World Heavyweight Championship. Plus CM Punk is back at MSG for the first time in 10 years with WWE. Taking on Dirty Dom Mysterio. Tickets to that coming up later in the show. Right now, we are getting after it. Um, All right. Don, you ready for some Woodja action? Yeah, that's uh, right. It's coming up now, right? Yeah. Are you, are you ready? It's uncomfortable. No, no I, I don't. Th- I don't think I could. Really? But she's total smoke show. <laughs> At times, incriminating. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> What's up, you rash? What's up, Don? Hold on, but don't answer yet. And a Michael K. Show favorite. Michael, you're you're such a child. It's the Woodya game. We play it off the air all the time. The Woodya game. All right. That is uh, right. It's time. And Don, I've re- I don't know if you have any. I've received many into our uh, email box. Okay. TMKSESPN at gmail.com. And um, we have all kinds of emails in there, but including some, some woodges. I got a couple. All right, I'll start, and then you, you give me what you got. Um, would you guys rather go a month without showering hmm. or a month without brushing your teeth? Love the show. That's from Jordan. All right, well, Jordan. <sighs> I, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go brushing my teeth. That you would rather brush your teeth? No, I'd rather go a month without brushing my teeth. Hmm. I think the thing that would bother me more would not like brushing my teeth. Because you're not offended by your own odor. But to just have that bad taste in your mouth for that long and not being able to, that would bother me, I think, more. Than my own body odor. You may not be, a f- but you're thinking just about body odor, 
But what about how like every part of your body feels at a certain point? Well, listen, neither are ideal. But what could I live with? I think I can live with not showering for a month and not brushing my teeth. Would you Wednesday, by the way, today brought to you by Pajamagram. That's right. Soft, silky, a best-selling Christmas gift for her. Get a free $75 nightie with a naturally nude Pajamagram from Pajamagram.com or Pajamagram.com, whatever floats your boat. Um, All right, here's another. Oh, go ahead, Don. You're up. All right. Would you rather walk into a diner and lick all of the plates on the table that have been used? Okay. Or go into an arena and finish off all the drinks that were left in the seats? Lick the plates. No hesitation. I, I agree. Well, no, it's, Not, it's you're, you're, there's no backwash. I mean, there, there's like maybe some residue, but not the same as uh, you're not getting someone's entire mouth. In fact, right. you know, if someone ate really cleanly with their fork, they might have some germs on there, but it's not as bad as a drink. Yeah, the backwash is bad. And, you know, if this was done like when I was a kid, then you'd have to worry about like the rogue cigarette butt. Oh, yeah. It would be it's, floating at the bottom. Come on. I did both, by the way, as you a child. So what, sorry, uh, what do you mean? We went to um, there was a there was a chicken place in Hawthorne back in the day called Granny's Chicken, and you could sit at the tables, and then there was kind of like a like a bar where you could sit like at the at the table, like in like a, like a, like a diner atmosphere, where you sit on the stool, and we ordered the chicken, and my mom was waiting for the bucket of chicken, and somebody had food left over on the plate, and I must have been like four or five years old, and I and I grabbed and ate it, and my mom was disgusted with me and slapped me. Well, oh my, slapped in the face? And there was a time that my my parents had a cocktail party. No, it was not a key party. Just a cocktail party with some friends in the dining room. Right. And I was, again, three or four years old. And they, everybody got up to go, and, and my parents walked everybody out, and I went and finished everybody's drink. And some of them were alcoholic beverages. Wow. I don't remember how I felt about doing those things because I was so young. But I feel like the Granny's Chicken episode was the one I probably enjoyed the most. What do I care if it's somebody else's food? You're a kid. You don't care. So I Listen, think I would I would lick the plates. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's not even a hesitation. I'm licking every plate in sight. Okay? Trust me when I tell you. Uh, here's a quick one. This, this will be right. easy. And, and would you rather stub your toe or step on a Lego? I got to tell you, neither's pleasant, and you're going to get your experience this when you're when you have kids. Uh, no, I've, I've still experienced it. Stubbing the toe is the worst, though. I agree. I hate the Lego, but the toe stub is is brutal. Stubbing the toe has kind of the same experience of the delayed reaction that the groin kick gives you, where you stub your toe and you're okay like the first half second, and then the pain rushes in. Yeah. Where the Lego thing, it's instantaneous, but you kind of walk it off. But the toe, and also, you you also involve possible injury to the nail, which then creates a whole other thing. This isn't quite a would you, Don, mm-hmm. but given the conversation we had yesterday about Michael and the eggs, which I've heard some people were very offended by, um, if you could try a food for the first time again, what food would you choose? 
Wow, isn't that something to, that to, to, so be, to behold? What was the if the you could food? try a, a meal or food for the first time again? What would you choose? I was just wondering if there's anything that I had recently that I absolutely fell in love with that I'd like to experience that again. But I would probably think, and I've been told this, that my reaction to pizza was very positive. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. Because if I can go back and experience pizza for the first time, mm. like a beautiful, well-made oh, pizza yeah. Kid me. with a little sausage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're making me think back in my memory bank. Now, was this yours or did somebody send this? No, someone's, Daniel Riley sent us that. Daniel, tremendous job. It's not It's not in, in the spirit of the game. No. But it's so good we'll allow it. But what is it? I mean, what is like that flavor that you went, wow, I've never. Because I still eat food that I'm just like mind blown. You know? Like, I mean, even right now, like if, you, if I'm at a great steakhouse, and I'm not, I'm not the biggest steak guy in the world. But if I'm at a steakhouse and I'm eating a delicious piece of steak and I got the side of, of mashed potatoes and I take that bite, Don, where mm-hmm. you take the steak and you kind of scoop up the mashed potatoes with oh, the steak. Oh, I do that all the time. You kidding me? Maybe it's that. Maybe it's going back to the essence. Just meat and taters. You know, I know I know it surprises some of you. I'm a good old American man. Give me my meat and taters and call it a day. I actually have a question about this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'd love you to weigh in here, Anthony. Go ahead. Uh, I'd say sushi, probably, because I actually enjoy sushi very much. Um, Doritos have launched a nacho cheese liqueur. Does that create a loophole for Don to have Doritos again? (laughs) See, I appreciate that. Like, Michael Michael, um, texted us on the thread today. Like, oh, for Don. Like, does he not pay attention that I'm I'm off the Doritos? I'm done. He's retired. He wants me to get addicted again. I mean, I shouldn't say addicted again. You're always addicted. He wants me to to fall off the wagon. What thread was this, by the way? Anyway. Uh, but no, on it. you don't have any interest in the liqueur, do you? It's disgusting. Uh, that doesn't seem like I'd like, because basically it's cheese liquor. It, it, it sounds horrid. But, I, but okay, Anthony, Peter, Peter I, turned me on to the old-fashioned, and it's like, that's... You never that's, looked back. I, I, I've never looked back. Can I tell you, though, Anthony, real quick? Yes, sir. I will say, even though sushi is not my number one cuisine... Mm-hmm. When you go to, like, a truly great sushi place, like a high-level sushi place mm. or get or get like high level omakase the right piece of sushi is about as divine a food as you can have i, I do feel that way i don't want to sound like michael here you're not you're, doing sushi you're not doing sushi no 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 huh? i never had it we I, had the, i'm not i'm not gonna be like your michael wedding, peter i don't think i'd like it but i would i would try it i just haven't tried he ignored it the sushi bar ignored it and and by the way from what i'm told it's one of the most impressive sushi bars anyone's ever seen it was delicious the fact that you had chumai was unbelievable. You know what? We got to go, Don. I, I, I want. I say if you try it for the first time at this age, uh, we're going to go someplace awesome and do it. Like, gentlemen. We're not going to go to a random, like, in the neighborhood, you know, food court sushi bar. Okay? But we're going to do it Sun like Lee doesn't that. have uh, sushi? Sorry? Does Sh- Sun Lee have it? Shun Lee? Shun Lee? Shun Lee, which is a yeah. Chinese restaurant? No, it does not. I think Sun Lee was a character in MASH. 
It's also very close to Woody Allen's wife's name. But you know what? Oh, maybe you know. Maybe that's soon ye. But either way. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea. Join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.